Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. November 26 marks the holiday of Thanksgiving in the United States. As we wrestle with the effects of COVID-19 and how that changes the way we celebrate this holiday, may we retain the ability to submerge ourselves in gratitude and to remember the power of compassion. Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. These are stories to surprise, encourage, redirect, and sometimes turn life upside down, all in the name of love. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a creative, a feminist, and a pastor. I invite you to join me on the unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. Today's episode is called Unintentional Compassion. In the Christian church, The seasons are in a liturgical time of shift. We're wrapping up the church year and getting ready to begin a new one. At the end of the church year, we have a Sunday called Christ the King. In worship, the readings point directly to Jesus as the Son of God, and the readings for that day celebrate the full authority of Christ as King and Lord of the universe. The text chosen to focus on this point of the year is one where Jesus tells a story of a king surrounded by the peoples of all the nations. The king in this story acts as a shepherd and separates the members of the flock into two groups, sheep and goats. This is where my love of rock music gets the best of me, and I start to sing the chorus of the song by Cake. The sheep go to heaven, the goats go to hell. But this pop song and the intention of this Jesus story about the king is not so much about sheep and goats and heaven and hell as it is about how these groups of people are sorted. In the story, Jesus tells the king is a recipient of kindness and care by some and not by others. The king says, I was hungry and you gave me food. 
I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. A bit later on, the king continues and says, Truly, I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. The king in the story also addresses those who did not care for those in need, and this is where the king makes the separation of sheep, those who acted with compassion, and then goats, those who did not act in compassion. There is more to say about this text, but I think an important point of this story of the shepherd king sorting sheep and goats is this. What the king values most is not riches or adoration of the crowds. The king values compassion, empathy, and people caring for one another. This king, Christ the king, is a very different king. Jesus is the kind of king that turns things upside down in the name of love. And for the whole parable of the sheep and the goats and the king, read Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46. So Christ the King Sunday is the day where the Christian church celebrates and lifts up Jesus as a very different kind of king, a king that cares about compassion and how people treat one another. Whether you are religious or not, the message of compassion and empathy shared between humanity preaches. It preaches or makes sense in our lives because we all know the value of compassion as well as the lack of it. A good place to start in today's conversation might be in asking the question, how can compassion shared bring people together? In light of the many divisions that separate people, in light of people anticipating their upcoming Thanksgiving or family gatherings to be fraught with arguments and side-taking, How might compassion help us share some water for thirst, food for hunger, and inclusion of those who are feeling isolated? Dr. Batiste Berry, author of Redemption Song, says this, We spend most of the time searching for love, but once we get what we want, we stop working. But the real work still has to be done. Which brings me to my holy shenanigans story for this week, one of unintentional community, compassion, and love. There once was a group of friends that lived in one big apartment building. This was not an episode of Friends. It was where my husband and I lived just before and after our daughter was born. Across the hall was my best friend who worked in the candy and the bookstore in the ground level of that building. Above our apartment was one of my husband's best friends and a previous co-worker. He had started his life over after a time of difficulty. Truthfully, we all were in starting points of life and had met in church. When I look back on this season of life, this apartment building and all of these friends working and living and caring for one another, I'm reminded of a term called intentional community. And while I wouldn't have called it then, that is kind of what it was. An intentional community is defined as a planned residential community designed from the start to have a high degree of social cohesion and teamwork. The members of an intentional community typically hold a common social, political, religious, or spiritual vision and often follow an alternative lifestyle. But in our case, living in this apartment building, 
We had not done it because of some grand plan. We all organically moved in this building because the rent was affordable, the landlord was kind, and we all enjoyed spending time together. None of us had much money, but our time together was full of laughter. If we didn't have enough to order for dinner, we all chipped in and everyone ate. Each person in this unintentional but intentional community was both a giver and a recipient of compassion. In my retelling of this season of life, some may think it is too Pollyanna and can't be true, but it was a special group of people that truly, faithfully cared and took care of one another. Each of us in this group was in a hard time of change. We were all in need of something. We all were, in the eyes of the world, poor, thirsty, or hungry. But this group of real friends was one of the most clear pictures of people being the hands and feet of Jesus in the world, at least for me. This community had not been something that was orchestrated by us. Like I said, it was an organic event. But I do believe that it was the work of the Holy Spirit. Compassion was given and received. Compassion was the glue that held our non-intentional community together. Every Wednesday night, we would get together for Bible study, and our small group would expand up to 30 people. This was one of the first groups of people that not only encouraged, but accepted me as a pastor of sorts. It was at their request that I taught my very first Bible study because of their compassion. Without their support, I doubt I would have pursued a vocation in ministry. This group of people gave me family, encouraged by faith, and helped me in a time where I had felt alone for a very long time. I believe that the Holy Spirit was at work in the coming together of our little unintentional community. I call holy shenanigans on how this came to be. The season of our unintentional community life was only about a year, but the impact of the compassion and care of this unintentional community is as close to me as my next breath. To this unintentional community of Pennsylvania Avenue, thank you. You were sheep following Christ the King that when I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I was a stranger, you welcomed me. When I was naked, you gave me clothing. When I was sick, you took care of me. When I was in prison, you visited me. Thank you. Some questions to ask about compassion. Isn't it amazing that my example of living in this unintentional community has stayed with me for all these years? But then again, compassion is powerful. While your stories of compassion might be different, can you think of a time compassion made you feel at home? How has compassion helped you connect with different people, with different experiences, cultures, religions, or political affiliations? How can compassion be a bridge to understanding in the days to come? This week's poem, Unintentional Compassion. We were an unintentional community, but the Holy Spirit, she knew that we needed each other for hodgepodge dinners with whatever we could collect, 
for marathon hands of gin rummy late into the night, for trays of Rice Krispies and pots of coffee on Wednesday nights, for community pizza on Fridays, for a not blood but compassion family, for all the trips up and down that long and winding stairwell lugging laundry and groceries and love. We might have been an unintentional community, but the Holy Spirit, she knew we needed each other. She gave us a home that goes with us. She gave us family that will not fade. She took sheep and goats and gave us all a place to stay and go compassion's way. My name is Tara, and this is Holy Shenanigans. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Unpredictable Spiritual Adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. Until next time, remember the power of compassion. Allow that compassion to make connections that you never thought possible and take part in some unintentional Holy Spirit shenanigans.